Hey, man. What's up? Have you ever heard of Biosphere 2? I really hope it's a video game. It's not. Or a, is it a movie then? No, it's very much a real life thing. Oh, see, that's what I was worried about. I was worried that it was going to be just a sphere, like, you know, like uh, Sandy Cheeks' house. <laughs> Remember Sandy Cheeks? The squirrel whose name I didn't understand until much later <laughs> in life. Uh, it's you know, a little dome looking yeah, thing. Yeah. And uh, well, it says two, which means the first one, everyone died. <laughs> and then the second one. That's what that feels like. That feels like it a place. Does. You know that place. You know what I'm thinking of in Springfield, the QPS place or whatever that yes. does like experimental yes. creams. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. If you're unfamiliar with the experimental places, they'll pay you like two thousand dollars just to stay the night. Yeah. And then they'll just rub some cream on your arm and see if your arm is still there in the next morning. Yep. Basically, if your arm's still there. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we got hey, this new lotion. Got <laughs> yeah, Johnson and Johnson Ultra Healing uh, actually just shredded somebody's <laughs> arm. Just what if that shrunk your arm? Yeah. What if you're like, we're what? gonna have to call Johnson Johnson, tell him to change the name from Ultra Healing to Ultra Killing. Healing? <laughs> ultra Healing. Ultra Killing. Healing. Killing. What are you, Jeff Dunham? <laughs> His little puppet that says, "I kill you." <laughs> I did not say healing. I just said killing. Oh, you, you made it. Killing. I was trying to make it rhyme with healing. I guess. Yeah, I, I thought guess. that's what you were doing. You know, we went to the moon once. What if we did that to other places? Well, I don't know. She lost a finger. <laughs> Maybe like, <laughs> like lay off for a little bit. Yeah. Inside looks like you're been to Bass Pro. And they just loaded the 200 research staff into the limos. I'm trying to yes and you right now, but I don't know where we're going to go. Things I learned last night. Anyways, whatever. Hey, man. You are incredibly on the right track. Uh, (laughs) Is it like a. like a test? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, actually. Uh, so Biosphere 2 is a uh, uh, Earth system experimental science facility. And so the idea. Yes. Yes. <laughs> F. SF. An SSF. An SSF. A, a what? Uh, an, ex- an Earth system um, science. science. Research facility. That's not what you said before. <laughs> yeah, I changed it. <laughs> An Earth system science All right. research facility. So basically, the idea is uh, what happened to Biosphere One. <laughs> uh, Are we gonna get there? Yeah. We, no. We'll All get right. There. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna ask? What? Where is this thing? It's on Earth. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> That's all I wanted to know. Okay, so Biosphere Two um, was built uh, in in the late eighties. Okay. Uh, by a, uh, a billionaire oil tycoon um, who was very concerned with the environment. Uh, his name is Ed Base. It feels. Uh, <clears throat> That feels like an oxymoron. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> it is a. Uh, I'm really concerned with the environment. I don't know what's causing all this bad stuff to happen. Um, it's 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 a, called a PR campaign. If your oh, oil yeah. company is really spending a lot of money on helping the environment, then you look better. He's like, yeah, I mean, sure. Are we killing just everything in our path? Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But have you seen? But have you seen Biosphere Two? <laughs> what about Biosphere One? Are we killing everything in our path? Yes. <laughs> have you seen Biosphere Two? Ed, what about <laughs> the first one? He's like, I don't want to talk about the first one. If we could just not talk about it, that'd be great. Yeah, he treats these spheres the way he treats his ex-wives. <laughs> I only want to talk about the second one. Oh my gosh. 
Ed, uh, whatever it base. Ed bass. All right. Uh, it's spelled like a bass guitar. Great. Um, so he, uh, which, yeah. So he's he super rich, tycoon, really really rich, guy, and so destroying the world and then pretending he's saving it. Yeah. So he invested 150 million dollars in this biosphere concept. And the idea was really twofold. One, uh, it was a place where you could learn a lot about planet Earth, right? Uh, remember, this is the early 90s. Um, Captain Planet is in full swing. Yeah. Uh, people are all of a sudden realizing Earth is important. <laughs> we need to take care of it. Uh, yeah. And so this is a big cultural shift uh, in thinking, uh, even for oil tycoons. Uh, they're starting to, to think of things differently. So so there's there's that. Do side you think of it. that oil tycoons in the late 80s were like whoops like we didn't know yeah. or do you think they were like mm, they all found out <laughs> which one do you think it is? Uh, I think it's more of a I think it's more of a whoops. We didn't know plus a don't let this get out. Okay, so you think that they had that moment earlier probably Probably in like the seventies, they were yeah, like, maybe. "Whoops, maybe." And then yeah. in the eighties, they were like, "Oh man, uh, they're everybody's finding on out. This. Let's build some spheres." Yeah, build a biosphere. We knew this was coming. Yeah, where's Ed Base? Go ahead and build two of them. <laughs> so Ed Base, uh, but the other idea was um, this was also uh, the early nineties. We were like, "Hey, you know, we went to the moon once. What if we did that to other places?" Um, <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> what if we did that to other places? Like went there. Uh, <laughs> Why would that be how you worded that? What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, we we went to uh, Chicago once. What if we did that to other places? Other places. <laughs> what if we just went to other? Are you talking about if they went to other planets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah In yeah. the '90s, people were like, "We should go to Mars." Yeah, and but everyone was like. Obviously, like we can't survive on Mars. I see where we're going here. So we need to figure out a way to do that. So the biosphere was. I hate that oil tycoons were like, "All right, let's figure out a way to live on other planets because this one's going downhill." <laughs> and it's like, but that's your fault <laughs> because we're running out of oil, and I wonder if they have some there. Do you think that's <laughs> the real reason? Oh, certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Well, if that was the case, wouldn't they just go to war with Mars? <laughs> Shoot Mars down. <laughs> Let's just start an unnecessary war in the <laughs> middle Mars area. <laughs> and uh, Mars uh, area. let's see if we can capture the oil. <laughs> I'm pretty, I, yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> pretty fun. <laughs> you were actually surprisingly on the right track. Uh, they took this $150 million. And in the desert um, north of Tucson, which, by the way, I just have to get this out. I, as I normally do, watched a bunch of videos explaining this. And a guy called Tucson Tuscan, Arizona, um, and didn't like multiple times called it Tuscan. Oh, several times. Not Tuscan, a mistake. Arizona. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, in the deserts outside of Tuscan, Arizona, uh, they took that $150 million and they built uh, this gigantic Holy <laughs> cow. Uh, facility. If you're an audio listener, imagine just um, a bad guy's layer. <laughs> you know, that's crazy looking. Yeah, imagine the type of greenhouse you could build with 150 million. And they called this a sphere. No wonder we're still on Earth. <laughs> Doesn't look anything like a sphere. So this facility. Uh, listen what are these other buildings around? There's a barn over there. So you're telling me somebody's <laughs> house. Look at that. There's a barn. <laughs> yeah, there's a farmer. Is that related to this? I don't think so. I think that's a nearby. Imagine farm. you've got your farm in Tuscan, Arizona, <laughs> right? And you're just out there in two two can uh, <laughs> Arizona, and so you've got your farm, right? And all of a sudden. Just freaking people in weird gray suits show up. That's you know that's what they wear around here, and uh, they've all like it looks like straight up like an Austin Powers villain would live here. It a hundred percent does. It's and they start building this monstrosity. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
that um, you just had to look at every day. Yeah. What's this little thing sticking up from the center right there? Uh, that's the library. I don't know. The what did you just say? <laughs> the library. Did you hear it too? <laughs> what are you stupid? <laughs> look, we've established a long time ago that I say stuff weird. We don't have to keep rehashing that. Is that like a lookout station? I think like I don't know. I honestly don't know what's up there. I'm, is I'm it, now this looks it is almost temporary. Like it looks like it's made out of temporary things. Is that oh, it's accurate? very much not. It's very much not. Okay. Um, so this facility, it's um, uh, listen to this. So basically, if you look at this, each of these pyramids and then that mid big mid. That's right, audio listener. He said pyramids. That's what a we the audio listeners don't, aren't seeing this picture right now. Oh yeah, right. And they you just said pyramids. Yeah. And if that doesn't scream. The Illuminati did this. <laughs> I don't know what does. Yeah, so there's so so uh, to paint the picture, there's these two very large glass pyramids and then a gigantic glass structure connecting them. It's like yeah. a giant greenhouse. And then coming off the side of the middle of it, there is a large white uh, building with very big windows and a lot of them in diamond shapes. Yeah. And then a tower in the middle uh, that just reaches towards the sky. The best way I would describe this is if you know how they built a bunch of like airports in the 80s and 90s mm -hmm. and they yeah, were like actually. this is really cool architecture. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Yep, and then there and then off the back of that white structure. There's more greenhouses coming I do off the see back that. of those it. are greenhouses mm -hmm. and sense. then behind one of the pyramids. There's a big dome. There's actually another dome. That's not in this picture. Yeah, um, looks like the top of a water tower, but no tower. Yeah, actually just the water. And, and and this facility also does have a big office complex that's not pictured. Okay. Um, and then in like a couple warehouses and stuff sidewalks nearby. and good green grass. Yeah, beautiful green lawn, which it was not sustainable. And that's Tuscan. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. They were very concerned about the environment, but they weren't concerned to do anything that actually helped. They instead built this gigantic building, um, and <laughs> powered it. So what uh, was in here? <clears throat> so. Uh, so this was split up. Basically, the idea is they created every biome in the planet on this uh, in this building, and the idea was to <clears throat> recreate the environment of planet Earth inside this building and have it be completely self-sufficient. So they laid down this thick layer of uh, steel, so that way there was no way it was like integrating with the soil below. Right. And then they put in their own soil. And then oh, that's interesting. And then Good over, over the course of a few years, they started to cultivate this into different um, biomes and they did. They were very careful to make sure there was no contamination from the outside world from it. So it was all uh, it, it basically its own replicated Earth. The sure. idea was to, to duplicate the experience if we were go to go to Mars and try to create a, a, a facility like this where we would have to survive in right. That's what they were trying to do. So inside you would have to import so much dirt, though. I think. Oh yeah, I'm sh I'm sure. They probably took it from the farm next door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so there was a uh, twenty thousand square foot rainforest in one of these. Um, they did a nine thousand square foot ocean, uh, <clears throat> which I can show you that. Actually, I have a picture of that. This is their nine thousand square foot ocean, looks which seems stupid. Way smaller than nine thousand square feet yeah. in the picture. It looks like a long swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but inside this, they actually grew. Inside looks like uh, you ever been to Bass Pro? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it does. Uh, it, on the other end of this, there's a beach, um, and then they actually grew a coral reef in here. Um, oh, really? Yeah, inside this ocean. So. Yeah, that's what Mars needs. <laughs> a coral. <laughs> yeah, how are humans going to survive without the coral reef? Uh, there was a I'm surprised he put it in there because he's you know, well, I was out of guilt because that's what he's destroying out in the oceans, right? <laughs> he wanted to see if he could recreate base, it. It was like, like uh, that's like the reef. one thing I'm actively killing every day. Can we <laughs> can we try that? Uh, he saw well finding Nemo wasn't out yet. I guess no. Yeah. Uh, it, this inspired Finding Nemo. Uh, <laughs> the biosphere. <laughs> uh, they did a forty-eight hundred square foot mangrove wetlands. Uh, a fourteen. Did they have any livestock in here? Yeah, they did. Um, a fourteen thousand we'll square foot savanna, uh, and then a fifteen thousand square foot desert, uh, which I do actually have a picture of the desert as well for you to see. Uh, which I mean, it's uh, it. it 
calling it Bass Pro was a very good yeah. example. Like, I mean, it, it feels, feels like, like a theme park so far. Yeah, it's got these gigantic. Are these tourists They're just walking and, through? Yeah, they they it is open to tourists these days. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, they didn't used to have all these bridges and stuff walking around it. Those are for the tourists. Yeah, um, but obviously, like, yeah, they created this environment in here for all of these. Was the things. idea that like so without all these wood paths and <coughs> touristy things? Yeah, did they have like the animals? Yeah, yeah. So there was um, at one point over three thousand uh, species of animal and plants surviving in here. Um, both. Uh, like, did they have rattlesnakes in this desert? I mean, I doubt they put rattlesnakes in the desert. Why wouldn't they? Because <laughs> rattlesnakes kill you. <laughs> yeah, well, they were on the ark. <laughs> the ark was actually Biosphere One. Ah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. We love our listeners a lot. And one way that you can let us know you're here uh, is by leaving a podcast review. Maybe that's a five star thing in the Apple podcast app. Maybe you listen on Spotify or if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment. We do read all the comments and reviews. We just love knowing what you think about this show. Uh, also, if you haven't yet, go check out some of our other episodes. My current favorite is the identical strangers episode. It's three brothers or triplets who were separated at birth un- unbeknownst to them or their parents as part of a really weird uh, experiment. So uh, there's a lot of really fun stuff we talked about in that episode, uh, but thank you for checking this out. Now back to this one. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year is interesting because everybody's kind of coming out of their winter hibernation uh, and wanting to go do stuff. And if you're anything like me, uh, that's not great. Not because uh, you don't like your family or you don't like your friends or anything like that, but because your social battery drains pretty easily and you need more time to recharge than a lot of other people in your life. Uh, Last summer, I was not great at this. Uh, I let myself do way too much and I got really, really drained uh, and it was a rough experience all around. Uh, But... Uh, luckily, I've got a therapist who does a great job helping me set my boundaries and keeping me accountable to my boundaries, uh, especially in areas like this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online. It's flexible. It's convenient. And it fits literally any schedule. Uh, it's really easy to sign up. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Anyways, so they also had... uh, We all know what happened to that. (laughs) A 20,000 square foot agricultural system. And so they had like a farmland that they were farming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also had a human habitat. So that was the a human, habitat? A human habitat. So they had a root, a place that looked like New what, York Starbucks. <laughs> that you was just... that was the white facility here. So oh. this big white building. Okay. Uh, had apartments and offices and a kitchen, like all the stuff that you would have in life in home. <laughs> all the stuff that you would have. <laughs> If you were a human, you know, we talk about they had couches. Pretty crazy stuff, man. Yeah, so here's so here's here's where this all culminates though. Okay, so they uh, they built this massive thing and they were going to do some research in it, but the exciting uh, part of this was their manned missions that they had planned their manned missions. Yes, so um, to what in uh, September 26, 1991. Okay. Uh, they had a crew of eight, four men and four women who they locked in there for two years with literally no contact to the outside world. Like they were like, we're not going to open the doors and like, they were like, go forth and multiply. <laughs> <laughs> and then they found the forbidden fruit, right? <laughs> and so I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but you get it. Ed, they got kicked out of the biosphere. Ed Bass, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds more like his legitimate name. You're saying Ed Bass, but yeah. you also will listen to a guy say Tuscan. 
Ed Bass, first of all, sounds exactly like an oil tycoon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you know that he's got one of those floppy basses on his wall. <laughs> you know, so it's four. It's four men, four women locked in this sphere, yeah. right? With an Ed Bass on the wall that communicates yeah. all the the things they need to know. Yeah. Twice a day, the Ed Bass goes. <laughs> Do you ever see one of those? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. They're like, what's that McDonald's commercial? What if it were you hanging up on this wall? You know that commercial? No. If it were you, you wouldn't be laughing at all. No, I watched TBN. I think it was a fillet of fish commercial for McDonald's. Was it? Yeah, and they had the bass, and it was singing. And they were like, "Ha ha, we killed fish." What was the point of that? I think so. Actually, well, they were like, "Yeah, we got." Yeah, we killed them all, yeah. but you're not dead, so you could eat them. <laughs> Don't worry, our fish are just bioengineered in the sphere. So they put four. Four men, four women. Yeah, and they were like, "We're not going to talk to you for two years." Yeah, they were like, "See if you make it out alive." No matter what <laughs> happens. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> that's what they said. Uh, so here's what happened. So, so the idea was, if we sent someone to Mars, what are they and we got, built were they the monitoring them like on this, cameras the whole time? Yeah, they had a team that was keeping track of them. So these people <clears throat> were just on Big Brother in real life. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, 100. And and it, they lived in. Uh, you're telling me they had. What did you call them? A a apartments. <laughs> what are, what are the people? Apartments. What are the people apartments. have? Apartments. Apartments. <laughs> what did the people have? Their apartments. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, so they they put them in there. There was um, two uh, months in. They all like were like we're done. <clears throat> they it was seven volunteers. And one person, and one, who, one, one person who didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Seven volunteers and one involunteer. Oh man! Seven people who were like, "Let's do it," and one person that they had to drag by their ankles into the sphere. <laughs> I don't want to go to the biosphere. <laughs> Just to cause some drama, they had so many people wanting to do it too. It's not like they got seven and they're like, we got to find somebody else. It's like they narrowed it down to seven, and then they were like, all right, now we got to go, go grab the former. <laughs> the farmer was like, my dirt. <laughs> you know, this is where all my dirt went. Yeah, so no, it was seven <laughs> volunteers, just random people off the street, and then the other uh, eight. They asked him though first, the eighth, right? Yeah, the random eighth, people <laughs> off the street. The eighth was a doctor and researcher, so he was kind of there in case something goes wrong. He can okay. solve the problems, um, unless he's the one that goes wrong too. Yeah. Um, well, uh, things things started out decent. They were like, okay, well, we're gonna have to start planting some crops, doing some ag work because all kids. the food was going to come from what they did in the sphere. Oh, and oh so no. they had to plant crops. They had to grow their own food mm. or hunt because um, how, I mean, there's, there's, how many there's animals, animals in there? There's 3000 species of plants and animals and you could go to any of the, the biomes. Yeah, they could go to any of the biomes. You swing over the desert gets a little too hot there. Go to the beach. Uh, whatever you want to do. Take a dip in the, the ocean. This was just their yeah, this was a replicated earth essentially. Um, they made the Garden of Eden. Kinda, yeah. Actually. And they were like, "Go forth." Yeah, and, and they're like, "Name all the animals," and they're like, "But these animals are already named." They're like, "Give them new ones." Okay. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just name that deer after yourself? I don't know what a deer is. I know That's what a Jeff, a Jeff. is. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, we had to change it a couple days in because we realized that Jeff hunting was pretty confusing. <laughs> Here's the thing. How uh, fast do they resort to cannibalism? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they never resorted to cannibalism. Oh, okay. Uh, I will. They probably got pretty close, um, but uh, so here's the thing. Was there any this, way for them to communicate like if things did go horribly wrong? I mean, they could bang on the windows. Uh, so here's the thing. The whole thing is this giant glass facility, and this got a lot of publicity. So, so people were just outside. No joke. Yeah, it. This was no way. This was like, uh, what's that movie with Jim Carrey? The with, Truman Show. Yeah, this is like the Truman Show. There was all these people in the glass, like watching through the windows, watching what was going on their whole life, and film crews coming and filming through the glass, 
and everybody was watching this on TV. I don't know if everybody was. Um, I was, but a lot of people were watching this on TV, super invested in what was going on in the biosphere to see if this was going to be like a successful mission. Well, is this still Biosphere Two we're talking about right now? Yes, yes, this is Biosphere Two. Are you going to tell me what happened to the Biosphere One? So Biosphere One, it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing. They they're like Earth's Biosphere One, and they're like this is Biosphere Two. Oh really? That was yeah, it. That was it. It was just kind of dumb. Why did you let that? Why didn't you just say that earlier? Uh, I don't know. Can I, we edit this and put that part in earlier? <laughs> just out of context. <laughs> Not even like and a, then don't you even, say don't you even say, try it? to don't Why even did try you say to, that earlier. <laughs> yeah, don't even try to make it make sense. Just all right. And then fifteen minutes later, they'll get to this point. And they're like, oh, okay. Now I see. How hard was that to say though? You could have said that earlier. Nah, I don't know. Nah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I thought I'd think of something. I thought I was gonna set it up, and then I didn't. Anyways, um, so uh, this experiment didn't go super well. Uh, a few days into the whole the whole thing, um, one of the uh, volunteers, I believe it was Jane Pointner, I believe, um, she uh, was working in uh, uh, the farm, uh, cultivating some stuff or something like that. And she stuck her hand in some heavy machinery and ripped off one of her fingers. Oh, uh, which the doctor in the facility uh, could not fix on his own, so they had to send her out to go to the hospital in. to go to surgery. Yeah, and so she left the facility to do uh, surgery and eventually came back when she came back. She brought a duffel bag. Her name was what Jane uh, pointer. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, just asked, I just she, asked what her name was. She came back and Jeff was like, "Hey, I think we need to change. We gotta name. change your name." So she comes back with a duffel bag full of like supplies and oh. when she did that. Everybody was like, hey, that wasn't that's against the rules. Like <laughs> I thought they were supposed to be like self-sufficient and oh, the people outside were like that. Yeah, everybody outside was like, you're not yeah. supposed to be able to do that. Well, I don't know. She lost a finger. <laughs> Maybe like <laughs> like lay off for a little bit. Yeah, she had to change her name because of this. <laughs> Give her some time, man. Well, let her have a pizza cutter <laughs> in there, you know. Uh, so, so that was kind of knock number one for this experiment, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, some other problems started to surface. Uh, the biggest one being uh, when they built this structure, so much of it was built with concrete. Uh, there's concrete walls. There's concrete in the struts holding up the, all the glass, and they didn't give the concrete enough time to cure. So when they closed the environment in, the concrete started absorbing uh, some of the uh, I, don't, I can't remember what what molecules hydrogen mo- molecules I think, basically breaking down the oxygen and splitting up the oxygen so there was less oxygen in the environment. Oh, so they started running out of oxygen really quickly, and so <clears throat> uh, instead of uh, like, it's very ironic that you're out of breath right now. <laughs> I'm thinking like, about it. I'm it's thinking about crazy. it. And it's stressing me out. It's making me run out and, of breath. <laughs> um, uh, it's kind of like um, like you're getting if lightheaded you over here. If you've ever been out of breath, if you haven't been out of breath before, <laughs> let me describe it to you. Right. I'm coming out of breath. And so you can hear a little bit of what it feels like. <laughs> How were they running out? Were the plants not producing enough? So they were, but the problem was it's something about the concrete not being fully cured. I don't know what part of the oxygen molecule it was absorbing, but it was absorbing part of it's that sealed molecule to the outside. Yes, yeah. So there's nothing coming in. There's no air coming in from the outside. Nothing like that. It's all 
this is a completely self-contained environment. Yeah. And so the concrete was absorbing part of that oxygen. Do you know what kind of levels they were at, like oxygen levels in there? I don't know at this point, but I know over the course of the next seven months, they depleted to a 14% oxygen level. And so through this whole point, it got to the point where uh, Jane actually, she wrote a book after this, and she said it got to the point where we had such little oxygen that we had to plan out our energy usage uh, because we were so tired after the smallest attacks because we couldn't breathe fully. And so they were existing in this world where they basically didn't have much air. They, they described it like if you were a climber um, and you were at the summit, high altitudes, yeah, yeah, high altitude, they, but that was all the time. And they were trying to do all this physical labor yeah. to try to make food and eat and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to hunt Jeff's <laughs> with no oxygen. <laughs> Well, I think the plural is still Jeff. <laughs> you see that Jeff got a 10 point Jeff out in the desert yeah. biome this weekend. Uh, how many point? 10 point. Show me on your hands. <laughs> I can only show you nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they started Really, were there deer getting, in there? I don't know if there were deer in there. I know there was cattle. I know there was cattle. I know there was tons of different species of fish, lots of insects, lots of birds. What um, insects? Why would you put lizards? insects in there? Because insects are vital to the environment. They Which do. ones? <clears throat> All of them. No. <laughs> Wrong. We need a little buzz. No. Pick one. Wasps. Yes, they're vital. Why? They kill the stuff that that hurts stuff. They keep the they keep the insect population down. It's like spaying and neutering your pets. <laughs> Wasps are the natural spay and neuter what? for the insect population. How is that what you just came to? <laughs> okay, they kill what? All the other insects that that can get overrun and then eat your stuff. Ah, I'll let it. <laughs> nah, whatever. <laughs> well, what happened uh, while we're talking about this? Whenever Jane left, somehow this local ant. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> this local ant? Yeah, one of the farmers. Lo- well, she came farmers over and she was like, "Not my nephew. <laughs> my nephew is the involunteer in there, and I'd like to get him out." Well, when Jane left, it, some local species of ant. One of them got in, or a couple of them got in, and oh. invaded and killed out a bunch of the other insects. Um, and it messed up the whole ecosystem uh, because this was like a, a domineering predator type ant um, that was local to Tuscan, Arizona. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But not to the biosphere. Um, anyways, uh, that was a sidebar I wasn't going to bring up. But anyways, it's interesting. Uh, <clears throat> well, if only they had more wasps to kill them. Yeah, it could have solved the problem. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode. If you like our show, make sure you follow us on social at Tillin Podcast or subscribe anywhere where you're listening to right now, whether that's YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. And if you want more, uh, we do have a Patreon you can support us on. Uh, In there, you get all sorts of perks like ad-free episodes, early access to our content, and even a Discord with our hosts and producers. Uh, So we'd love for you to check that out. All you got to do is text Tillin to 66866. That's Tillin to 66866. But thanks again for checking us out. Uh, So they spent all this time like trying to figure out how to regulate their energy so they didn't use too much oxygen. So they're conserving their energy while the uh, researchers on the, uh, on the outside were like, hey, we need to solve this problem. So they shipped in a bunch of oxygen containers and started pumping it into the environment. Uh, the world outside found out about this and they were again frustrated. They said it was supposed to be a self-contained environment and you're pumping oxygen into there. Like they need to figure this out on their own. They need to plant some more. We want to watch them die. <laughs> they need some arbor. They need to plant an you arbor. You know how day. we figured it out? We were like, mm, <laughs> they're still alive. <laughs> this got to be outside interference. <laughs> they got to be doing something different in here. Uh, so they're pumping oxygen in there. Um, so it kind of got to the point where the public was like, 
you're not doing what you said you were doing and they lost interest. Yeah, which started losing money. <clears throat> yeah, and eventually uh, the crew on September 26, 1993. So actually two years uh, later uh, came out, but when they came out, they were all very severely malnourished. Oh. Um, they're in pretty bad physical shape, but they did survive the full two years. Uh, but there was they didn't reach the same like critical acclaim that they expected because it wasn't self-sustained. They there came was, out. They were they were expecting to open the door and be like crowds of people, yeah, you know, you high fives all around, like yeah. we get it. And they came out to like Ed Base, who was like, "You guys did it. I'm proud of you." I'm just imagining uh, Doug Dimmadome. <laughs> no, you guys, uh, you guys survived. Yeah, honestly, thought you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I forgot we did this. It's been two years. <laughs> it's been two years. <laughs> you know, Clinton's in office now. Hey, was he in office already? When was the election? I think, I think was it ninety two? I think he was already. I think it would have been ninety. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. No. Wait. Ninety. Yeah. Ninety two. It would have been ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have so missed it. They missed it. Yeah. Bummer. You think they yeah. got to vote? No. <laughs> I think that was a plan all along. <laughs> We've done the math, Mr. Clinton, and we're gonna be eight votes shy. <laughs> mm. I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. But let's say it's for the planet. <laughs> it's all about PR. Call up my friend Base. <laughs> Base, Mr. Base sounds like a YouTube streamer who does like just you don't, you know. Uh, so what's up, guys? I'm Mr. Base. He's got the highest pitched voice because he's twelve. You know. Anyway, a couple interesting things happened within the biosphere. Yeah. Um, they split into two factions. Uh, because they disagreed on how to use their resources. And so it was actually coincidentally enough, a group of two men and two women on each faction. Um, okay. And they were like enemies. Did they any of them know each, each other, other going in? Yeah, they actually Jane. Uh, she mentioned that um, the two women in the other faction were her best friends coming in and now they don't speak to each other um, because it became so hostile in there um, that they literally like they all hoarded research or resources for their faction <laughs> and they split into like these little tribes basically and they wouldn't share it with each other, which is very odd. Imagine that you don't have any oxygen, right? You're constantly just like <laughs> and then like you're in a group of four people, not even like a tribe, you know, you're a road trip. Yeah, <laughs> you're a road trip. <laughs> I was going to say you wouldn't get a table at Olive Garden. You're still a booth. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're 100% a booth. Yeah, and then, but you're still trying to do like intimidation things. <laughs> like you're still out in the rainforest, just like, <laughs> you know, you're like what? I pictured them climbing the trees in the rainforest and like throwing rocks on each other. Yeah, like ambushing them, like steal his. But wheat. there's only four of them. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so they came out. They were all like enemies of each other, and they had very, very different um, responses to their experience. One was very against their time in the biosphere. The other one thought that it was um, difficult but a useful experience. Uh, and so when the biosphere team said, "Hey, let's do this again," and they oh. got a new group of uh, volunteers uh, <laughs> and one in and one in volunteer, <laughs> uh, the the faction that was against it. They came and they broke in to the biosphere. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. After the new people were in? Yeah, so the new people were in. They Imagine were trying this. the survival sphere. Right? They're in their factions. Yep. They're yep. in their road trip groups. <laughs> and you just hear, right? People are throwing rocks or whatever. And then you hear glass break. <laughs> and everyone goes, okay, wait. All right, this has gone too far. <laughs> you know, let's. And then all eight people are like, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. And then you look up the side of the pyramid and you see these three people crawling through the broken glass. Imagine the biosphere is haunted. <laughs> How? You know? 
Can spirits make it through with the concrete mix? <laughs> I don't know. It depends how thick it is. <laughs> uh, but this was a big ordeal. There was some invasive Tucson ghosts. <laughs> this was a big deal because now they had to patch that window. Yeah, and there was some oxygen bleed, and so the oxygen oh. was missing with the desert oxygen, and it was a huge problem for their biosphere environment. Um, and also, there was a huge pressure issue. Um, we haven't covered this yet, but those domes uh, outside of the outside the facility. You see there's one in this picture. There was a, there's a second one on the other side. Yeah, those are you're not going to believe this. The facilities lungs and so on the inside. There's a giant diaphragm. Uh, you can kind of see this big rubber diaphragm what? at the top connected to this massive steel plate with some struts on it to make sure it never deflates below that steel plate and that rubber at the top is 100 uh, percent held up by air pressure. It's 40,000 pounds uh, and it's literally the way they designed it is the air pressure from within the facility moves out to those lungs and inflates and deflates the lungs to make sure the pressure doesn't go too high and the reason for this hold on. <clears throat> so is the roof of this going up and down the whole time? No, so the dome goes all the way up so this this possible for this to inflate to the point to where it's a full dome or it just deflates back down. And when it deflates, it's pushing air into back into the into the facility. And the reason for this is because they're in Tuscan, Arizona, and it's a desert. And so during the day, it's very, very hot. And even in the evenings, it gets very, very cold. And that change in air pressure, um, if they didn't do something to regulate it within the facility, it would literally explode. All the glass windows would blow up um, tight. And they're like, we don't want that. And so they had to figure out a way to regulate we don't the air. Want that. <laughs> they had to figure out a way to regulate the air pressure. So they built gigantic lungs for those Who the whole facility. This was presented as a joke, though. Somebody <laughs> in the meeting was just like, "What if we what just were the building had lungs? What if we gave it lungs?" <laughs> and Ed Ed Bass Base whatever was over there holding an actual base. <laughs> just do doom 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 Yeah, that was big in the nineties. What did you just say? <laughs> What if the building had lungs? I think that's it. Say it again. <laughs> what if the building had doo -doo -doo. lungs? Doo -doo. Lungs? Lungs. <laughs> well, when you're this rich, what else are you going to spend my money on but building lungs? <laughs> Let's build some lungs. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Sir, there are like four children at the hospital down the street <laughs> that need lungs. <laughs> um, would you be willing to donate that money to get them new <laughs> just, lungs? Just hook them up to I'll the I'll tell you who else need lungs is my biosphere. <laughs> so let's use that money to build some building lungs. Though that sentence sounds like building is a cuss word. Build some building lungs. <laughs> this is bonkers to look at. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, and what's wild is it's it's literally forty thousand pounds. The that big metal uh, diaphragm and the uh, rubber holding it. Uh, but I've seen videos. People will grab those poles, and you can literally pull it down because um, it's just it's very malleable. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, it's insane. And this this is while we're talking about this too. There's a gigantic. They call it uh, the undersphere. Uh, underneath this entire facility is this water, or is that a uh, pit? I think it's blood. Okay, <laughs> I think it might be water. I don't know. Um, but underneath the whole facility is this massive underbelly, kind of like Disneyland or Disney World uh, of the. I think they call it the tech sphere. Actually, the tech sphere, and that's where all the magic happens. Uh, they have I don't got like a bunch that. of pipes and all the HVAC happens. and all this stuff. Yeah, I would assume that this uh, there's a lot going on. Um, I would assume it's not just an open tunnel. It's like, well, let's hope that air gets back that way. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So they've got a big, huge system keeping all this alive underground. But anyways, back to the back to the the experiment. Uh, so yeah, they uh, the people broke in and they had to patch that quickly yeah. to be able to to save the experiment while 
after that, things started going downhill fast. There's a lot of decisions made by the research team uh, that hurt their publicity. And one day, uh, two limos escorted by armed guards uh, pulled into the facility and changed all the locks and kicked everybody on the research team out, left the people inside, though, that were part of the experiment. And they told the researchers, you're not a part of this anymore. And then they left. And then the next day, a whole new research staff showed up. Uh, who were in the limos? I'm, I don't know. The president, probably Ed Bass. I don't know. I honestly am not sure. Um, but probably, probably a combination of Ed Bass. I thought the limos were pulling up and taking the eight people out. No, they stayed. The eight people, the eight people watched from their glass. <laughs> they saw these limos pull up. I don't know. There's two limos pulling up. <laughs> the entire, the entire research. They got team. binoculars. Uh, they probably built built them. They had all the the resources they need. Oh, just no, no, no. Just just do your hands. Use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and all the the research team is being carted out in shackles. <laughs> in shackles. <laughs> and they see the limo door open up, and it's a pirate with a peg leg, and he's got. <laughs> what did you just say? Why did you in, go this in way? Nineties pirates drove limos. <laughs> Had a decal on the door that said "Arg." <laughs> Where did this come from? What is it? So a pirate, and they just loaded the two hundred research staff into the limos. I'm trying to yes and you right now, but I don't know where <laughs> we're gonna go if I do this. No, are, you saying, are you saying they made the research people walk the figurative plank? Yeah, yeah, they all they're all gone. So the research people leave. <clears throat> yeah, the next day. So those eight people are just in the building alone at night. Yeah, just watching and being like what the heck is happening? Uh, a whole new team shows up uh, and they do their thing for a couple months and then eventually Ed Bass is like project is canceled. Shut it down. Yeah, and so they kick them out of the biosphere and he don't listed, tell the participants. <laughs> he lists it for sale. They sell it to a company that was going to put up a bunch of hotels uh, on the land. Uh, they were going to like level it and build some hotels. They could keep the lungs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep the lungs. Oh yeah, this is really going to keep our hotel <laughs> going. Uh, no, but uh, what ended up happening is they didn't have the funding to build the hotels yet, so they leased it to the University of Arizona to do research there, and it went really well. Eventually, the University of Arizona bought it, and now it is a research facility for the college and what they use it for now is they they're studying earth science, but it's useful because there is no other place in the world where you can have a closed environment to manipulate things that happen in the environment and see the effects. Okay, so they're causing droughts and watching what happens to droughts and trying to fix the problem in this biosphere and they're doing interesting experiments like I'm glad they're doing that there instead of out in the real world like they used to. (laughs) (laughs) What would happen if I don't know? There was a fire. You know that's what the ultra rich is doing, though. <laughs> All right, the ultra rich is like, what if we just burn the what Midwest? If, what if we just, I don't know, destroyed it all? Yeah, can we send a can we send a hurricane? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what's here's what's crazy. Uh, you mentioned this, and I'm a little frustrated that you did. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I mentioned that uh, uh, this this was a huge deal and people were watching it. People were coming in and big brother observing it. Um, this is the birthplace of reality TV. Uh, it did not reality TV did not exist before this and TV companies noticed the ratings of everybody wanting to watch these people live in this sphere and in Europe <laughs> a year later big brother came out as the first reality TV show. And so Big Brother's literally based on this. Of people watching these people try to survive in the biosphere. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, wow, I nailed that. Yeah, I hate how how on. So this one was just Big Brother <laughs> Safari edition. <laughs> Big Brother Survivor edition. <laughs> I guess yeah, it's both of them combined. Yeah, it's, it put them together. But uh it's pretty wild like uh, the stuff that they've built in here. It's it's just a massive facility. Um, they proved that it would be very, very tough to do this on Mars yeah. uh, because they every experiment they did, uh, they needed a lot of outside help. Yeah, um, 
So, uh, but if, also uh, some of the main problems were caused by outside contaminants. That is also true. That is also so, true, which would still exist on Mars. If yeah. you open the door once you're dead, basically. Well, yeah, because if the Martian ants show up, that's an invasive species. <laughs> yeah, you see them coming though. They're huge. <laughs> They're gigantic. So um, uh, anyways, Spaceship Earth is a documentary that came out about it. It's on Hulu. You can watch more for more information. Um, Do you want to talk into your microphone right now? Uh, no, because I don't want people. <laughs> I don't want people to go look it up. Watch about it if you were to look that up later. And I want to reference it, but I don't want people to go do you it. You know how these things work, right? <laughs> I want. I want. I want to reference it, but I don't want people to do it. Anyways, so uh, and it's now open to the public ish. Um, you can go do tours sometimes and see it. If you live in Tuscan, Arizona, it's a massive facility. You I think you fully embrace Tuscan. I think you have <laughs> fully. I'm calling him. I know you. You know you were really like this is really stupid, and now you're doing it without hesitation. <laughs> I think it's just part of your vernacular now. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Well, you know, we we would be good at like this reality TV thing, like living in the biosphere. Yeah, I don't know about that. We should do it. You I can't I? breathe with a hundred percent oxygen that That's the earth true. gives us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so but like we could figure it out. Just yeah. late at night, you just hear me going <laughs> and then, But what's wild <laughs> is if it gets real still in the desert. You hear that little because they got rattlesnakes in there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad choice. And Things Alone Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things Alone Last Night.